Welcome back to RT Talk, episode two. Uh, I am your host, Michael Cool, and with me again is the lovely and beautiful Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say my name. I was just looking around. You staring right at me once I looked at you. But I'm back. Oh, it's like a seven-year-old. <laughs> Who are you? Doug! Anyway, since we're still in the early episodes, I guess I probably should give an explanation of what the show is. Uh, RT Talk is going to be a sort of radio show where we talk about all things Rooster Teeth, I guess. I pretty much go throughout the week and find different stories of things involving the Austin-based production company Rooster Teeth, who have made... Yeah, yeah that works. If you're, if you're listening to this, you obviously like Rooster Teeth. Well, I just some maybe someone doesn't know like they don't know what it is. Maybe they start listening, get the explanation out of the way, so they don't get like five minutes in and go, "What the fuck are they talking about?" I guess. And because I'm sure there there has to be some people out there that are a little more uh, lenient, maybe not lenient. I don't know what the right word is, but are tolerant. We'll say that of listening to new things. Okay. Us, we listen to it for six seconds, and we're just like, "Meh, fuck it." Less judgy people. Yeah, people who are better than us. <laughs> Uh, which, I mean, I wasn't planning on leading off with this, but that does kind of, I guess it kind of transitions into it, because after we record, which I, 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 never mind, I've had a transition, and I'm canceling transition, because... Cut all this out. Yeah. I should also say that our, our recording quality is, is remaining lower, again, for this one, because Mike is a dumb, dumb, dumb fuck, and forgot all of my stuff at work, and getting to Doug where we record is like a 45-minute drive. Yeah. And I realized as I put my car in park that I forgot it. So, if whoever may be listening, this, this will improve <laughs> as soon as I'm not stupid, which is there's no promises that's ever going to happen, nope. but there is plans for that to happen. So, now I'm going I'm to transition back to the transition. Okay. After we recorded last week's podcast, uh, we were talking about other like fan-made podcasts that were out there and we were going through and listening like to basically little pieces or clips of a few of them to kind of see what else, you know, how I guess saturated the market is for this kind of stuff. And uh, I don't remember how long after we recorded. We recorded on Saturday last week. And sometime throughout the week, Internet Box put out a new episode for the first time in like two years. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I don't. I think it was like Andy... Oh, fuck, I didn't put down who it was but there was it just out of nowhere i think the last episode before this one was sometime in 2016 so i guess three years but i, I don't remember exactly what the real time frame was but just straight up out of nowhere in a weird like coincidence maybe not coincidence but just just so happened we record the first episode of this podcast listen to the other ones and then inter- internet box comes back for the, like an episode the first time forever which i just thought was kind of <laughs> strange yeah i think we did talk about it yeah, we did, not on the podcast, but afterward okay, we were yeah. we were talking about Internet Box and um, like how pretty much everyone that was on it is now working for the company, other than like two people. Or I think because I think even I think Ray was on it. I don't know. I think so. I'm not. I never listened to it, so I don't. I really have no <clears throat> idea. But I, I want to say he was, but I'm not. But actually, I didn't have it written down. But it does remind me. And last week, <clears throat> well, sorry, I'm 30 and going through puberty. Uh, last week's podcast, you said we were talking about Alfredo, and you said that you didn't know much about him. You knew he came from IGN, and I don't. I don't think that I. I don't know if I said that was wrong or if I was. I just said I didn't know. But on this week's off topic, he was talking. He is from IGN, or he, at one point worked for IGN, 
because he was he was telling a story about how he went to college for dentistry, mm-hmm. and then was like, I think he was, uh, I don't think he was doing an internship, but he was doing something, and then he got the offer to be like a contract worker for IGN and went there, which I'm guessing is where he met the kind of funny guys. And it went on. So that that part of it you did have correct. Because I, I don't remember if I said that was wrong or if I just said I don't know. But um, I don't think. I thought you said it was right. I don't know. Not a big deal. Yeah. But I just, I feel like, I don't know if it's a correction, but whatever. Just should probably mention that, that was going. But I guess the biggest, if you can call it news or whatever, but the biggest event for Rooster Teeth this week was that they just crossed 16-year anniversary. So they are now... I think Gavin said that the company's older now than he was when he found Rooster Teeth originally. I'm pretty sure. So, he was probably... I think he said before he's like 15 or something. Something 14, like 15. Yeah. I think him and Barbara were like the same age. Well, and yeah, they're, 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 they're probably like us, where they're probably like a couple months apart, but it's like the same age now. But, yeah, I mean, Bernie's talked about the podcast, how it's kind of weird, because sometime in the next couple of years they're going to hire somebody who was born after Rooster Teeth was founded. So now they're like, going to be like a legacy kind of company that's just always been there right, to these for, people. For somebody, yeah. Well, I guess for a lot of people now. Yeah, from here on out. Like, yeah. From here until it's over, that that's going to be, I wonder, you know, wonder who that person's going to be because it's going to be kind of like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example for us what that would be. Like NBC, I guess. I mean, NBC obviously was around for a much greater amount of time before we were born. But it's kind of like the same idea where it's just this thing that has is huge and it's just always been there. But as I said, that's probably the the biggest thing that happened this week. I mean, there is other small little things. But I guess one thing that we could do is have you, because last week's episode was apparent and this was more so me like filling you in. Yeah. So now we should, we'll do a check-in with Doug. In the last so wait, six days, have you watched or consumed anything Rooster Teeth related? I have not. <clears throat> Nothing. <laughs> I have been listening to an audiobook, and that's about all I've done for podcasts or watching. So this this one probably goes similar. Where I'll be like, "Have you heard of this? Did you see this? Are you aware of this?" Right. And pretty much just telling you about, uh, I guess, Rusty stuff. I mean, there was this is the week that I think it was. I don't remember if it's an extra life thing, but they a while ago they agreed to do the everyone who's just like the regulars on Always Open was going to do an episode of Off Topic, and everyone who's the regulars on Off Topic is going to do Always Open, and this is this week they record, because the, the episodes that came out this week were the live ones. Okay. <clears throat> or, no, no, no. Was that last week? No, the episodes that came out this week were the, the week after, but they recorded the, mm. like, Off Topic, like, the Off Topic recorded today, the today's Friday, okay. that we're recording this, but the Off Topic that they did with the Always Open cast was recorded today, and they did the Always Open one, like, on Wednesday or something like that, so it's, I think it's up for first members, but just, like, the public release of it isn't out yet. But that did happen this week because they did just, you know, whatever. They just, all the ones from the uh, live week are out now because that's, I listened to Off Topic today when I was at work. And it was the one from last week since Off Topic records on Friday. It's always, like, the last one to come out. Um, and there's one thing, and there's a few things that they talked about on Off Topic. But the one thing that was, I had this on my list last week, but it was something that I saw on Twitter and I was at work, and I read it, the like the tweet, but then I didn't get a chance to actually like read up on it, and then I forgot all about going back to check on it, so I didn't mention it last week, but on Off Topic, they talked about it in detail, so I was like, oh, okay, this actually 
plans out, but this, I think it happened last week or the week before, but I guess kind of funny, bought a football team, like Greg Miller bought a football team, not like the Baltimore Ravens. But like a XFL team? No. Was XFL around? <laughs> I thought it was coming back. Oh, maybe. I was like, I think XFL went out after like one season after the one guy got like killed in the opening kickoff. I like, think it's true. So I got really messed up in like right. the very first play. So did he buy a beer league team? I don't know what kind of team he bought. So apparently what this is, and this is my memory of Jack explaining it on the podcast. So, and this is like, and I kind of read a little bit of this whenever I saw the, like the headline for it. Or not the headline, but the tweet about it. So apparently it's some sort of league that's like a fan league where they have or like arena football rules. And it's, I think it's on a 50-yard field. And I, I don't know how they get the information, but apparently there's like a number of plays that come up. And then like the people watching can vote essentially on like the play that is going to be called next. And whichever one that everyone mostly decides on is the play that that team is going to run the next play. And there's people like former like NFL players, yeah NFL. I was like, did I say the right yeah. one? I was like, yeah. Former NFL players that are like involved with it, and I guess that's how it's gonna work. And but it's, it's some sort of like fan made, fan run. Kind that's pretty of. cool. That's like interactive football. It's like playing a video game essentially, but real people. It's it honestly sounds a lot like. Uh, did you ever see the the Twitch plays Pokemon? I've seen it a little bit, yeah. But it's just where it's just complete chaos. I mean, it's not gonna be that chaotic, but Twitch plays Pokemon was just chaotic because people were sabotaging it. Well, no, it's just when you have at a certain point when it took off and you have how many thousands of people watching, every input that someone puts in gets like gets used. So if someone's watching the thing and they hit right, they need to go right, but then someone else already hit up. So then it went up and then it goes right and then it goes down. Like right. they're just moving all around and so they beat the game somehow, like miraculously. I, and I thought it was still going on. I assumed it was never going to end. I think it's going on. They have, and I, I never. I've heard about all this way after it happened, so I didn't. I'm not an expert in it, but for I remember, I don't remember if they did it for the original one or if they got through in complete chaos. But there was, eventually, they did one that was like a voting system. So basically, if someone said we're going to go up, then everyone else had to like agree and had be like it took like whoever put the most amount of up for this input. And then that would be the direction they would go. So it was like a little more democratic, and it wasn't just complete anarchy and you, I, like them going up and down. That's why, like, if you look at like the team they had, every one of them had just different letters because it was like, oh, what name this? Da, 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 da. And like they, I think they like threw away the master ball and stuff like that. They somehow caught Zapdos doing it this way. Like it was, it was insanity. But and reminded me a little bit of that. And I think Jeremy made the comment on the podcast that I didn't think you could find a way to make American football game last longer. And they found the way to do it because, really, if you have everyone, like I don't know how long the voting thing is. I assume it probably like almost like a game where you have twenty five seconds. Yeah, something. Like that. And I'm sure if I Google this, I could find this answer in like you know ten seconds. But I'd rather just speculate and yeah. <laughs> be in the dark. But someone else can look it up. Yeah, if you're really interested in it, which I mean, I don't know what the crossover is between. Well, I guess uh, I was say I don't know what the crossover is between people who like video games and who, who like football. Like, and I was thinking that from the perspective of like the Rooster Teeth audience or the people that like in that area because they always have like the sports ball show that didn't last both they, both times they tried to do it. Right, run it back. But then I guess I think about it like Madden's probably one of the, the biggest selling games every single year so I imagine there probably is a huge crossover between football and video game fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but some people only play Madden or they only play NHL yeah. or they only play MLB so I mean like there is a fan base for it and I don't know if they'll search out this live 
whatever voting football. I mean, yeah, I forget what it, I, I, I wish I could remember what it was called, but it was like fan league or something, <laughs> or I don't know, something like that. So, Greg could be as big as Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi's arena football team. It's true. He got the same hair, right? Uh, incredible licks and and memorable tunes. Can only hope. Like, uh, it's my life. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Uh, what's what's the one that was always on uh, rock band stuff? Steel Horse I Ride. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't think of the name of that song is. Cal- is that Living on a Prayer? No. Dead or Alive. Mm. Or Wanted Dead or Alive or something. You're right. I like how we just spent like a minute trying to think of John Bon Jovi songs. Specifically John Bon Jovi. So no one's confused. Uh, well, I guess unintentionally this actually leads to a separate point that this last week, apparently uh, involving Greg Miller again, he was in some kind of, and they mentioned this on the podcast, he was in some kind of tournament that was being done, I think, by ESPN for, like, the top, like, eSports personality. And they chose 64, like, eSports. Now, I don't think, I or I think it was eSports, like, or streamers and stuff like that. But it seemed like there were just people involved in, like, the video game industry in some, some fashion. But it was a 64-person tournament. And he made it to the Sweet 16. It just like a couple days ago finished voting. He lost, but no, I was like keep. I was kept like looking at it, and then I just went to check it. I think yesterday, the day before, just to see like what how it was going, or like trying to get more information about it. And I just saw that the voting had ended, and that he got knocked out. And I listened to the podcast, and they said he got knocked out. And I I kind of had an idea for something that I don't know. I don't know. We we touched on it a little bit last week, but. Because we said that the main thing that you and I like consume in terms of Rooster Teeth is the podcast. Like that's the thing that I used to listen to on repeat, like the same episodes over and over again. Right. And you did the same thing. And we were talking about last week. We don't want this podcast just to be us going over like point by point with the podcast. They already talked about it on the podcast and say like, oh, this is what we think of this. But I feel like like that is our main point of like fandom or whatever. That we could have like a segment where we pick something from the podcast not necessarily RT it could be off topic just like we pick a point from one of the podcasts to be like a discussion point so it's not the whole podcast we're still going through other stuff but uh, I was thinking don't look at my notes I, see, I can't even see them I see you peeking around the computer's in the way stop it they're my notes All right. make your own notes you gotta, you gotta stop that audiobook <laughs> I can tell you about Way of the Kings <laughs> that's great well uh, uh, next week we'll start our Way of the Kings podcast <laughs> It's great. But I was thinking, like, since that is what we mostly listen to, that we could pick something. I need to pick it because I don't know what's going on. I'm like two weeks behind. Well, this week I I was, there wasn't really, there wasn't really, because I had thought about this, I think, yesterday or something like that. So I wasn't really, when I was listening, I was just listening to the podcast. I wasn't thinking of it in in those terms. So I don't remember everything they talked about to know if there was anything. Like, the only thing I remember is they went in a lot talking about Marvel and stuff because Endgame's about to come out and. Like three more weeks, I think. Two more weeks, something like that. It's third week of April. Yeah. I don't, oh, you don't have calendar on here. I don't know. Today's the fifth, I think. Oh yeah, there it is, April fifth. So yeah, I think it's, I think it comes out the twenty sixth, something like that. It's yeah. that weekend. Yeah, that's the weekend that Renee and I are in Maine, and I was like, oh, I was like, we got to find a way to get to a theater while like I'm on this like photography trip because like I looked up the theaters and there's nothing around where we're staying. Oh really? And I was like, well, we gotta figure this out because I can't, we can't wait till Tuesday when we come back. Because I'm going home for a wedding, so I'm not gonna see it that opening weekend. 
I mean, it's a problem. It's a real problem for me. I still haven't seen Captain Marvel, so I mean, I'm behind on that as well. Well, Captain Marvel's a, <clears throat> is a prequel, so. Well, well, that's it, why I don't, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Brie Larson, a okay. It's an A plus in your book. Made a yeah. billion dollars apparently. Just crossed a billion dollars, the box office. The first, uh, I don't know if it's the first Marvel. Well, I don't know. There isn't really any other female-led superhero movies, but it was. A, I think it was the first superhero, or female-led superhero movie to make a billion dollars. I think. Or they could have qualified it to to Marvel too. I don't remember. Or uh, yeah, to Marvel too, because I don't know how much money Wonder Woman made. Uh, but yeah, that was like the only thing they really talked about, which I was like. I don't know. It's kind of a really broad topic. To talk it's about the Marvel. I mean, the thing is, you and I really don't read comics. Ever read comics? I don't read. Com- I mean, I've read a few, but I really don't read a lot. But like, I'm for Endgame and stuff. Like, I am. I'm fucking ready. Like, yeah. I'm so amped for Endgame. I've been like watch every single trailer. Like the as soon as I see it pop up, I'll be at work and I'll stop what I'm doing to watch it. I'd stuff. rather not watch trailers and just go in blind. Well, from what I've heard is that. The, the Russo brothers that directed, well, they direct, directed Endgame, Infinity War, yeah. Civil War, like uh, Winter Soldier and stuff. They apparently have enough pull and enough power now that they've made so many great Marvel movies that they have set up how much of the movie that they're willing to show in the trailers. So they've said, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like they're only going to show footage from like the first eight or nine minutes or something like that or maybe the first 15 minutes of the film and so like that they are they're controlling completely what they're showing and they've already admitted and they did it with infinity war they've already said that they're they're willing and they are manipulating trailer footage to throw people off from the actual movie oh that's good that's that's cool because that's what they did for infinity war because i don't know if you remember the trailer from infinity war didn't watch any okay well there was a tra- in the trailer there's a scene of captain america black panther uh, I forget everyone that's... It's everyone, like, in a slow-motion run towards the screen. It's like the Hulk behind them. That shot was 100% not in the movie because Hulk, obviously, wasn't only in the beginning of the movie, which I guess if you didn't see Infinity War, spoiler a little bit, but if at this point if you haven't seen it, then you're just not trying. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like... So they did that with Infinity War, and they did the same thing, again, if you haven't seen Infinity War, then you're not going to like the next couple of minutes. But the at the very end of Infinity War, whenever it showed... Or whenever... Uh, Thanos is like basically just swatting people left and right all the way to get to Vision, and then Captain America like grabs his hand and stops him. And that scene's in the trailer, but in the trailer they they digitally removed the stones that he had, so it looked like he only had the what was it the Power Stone and the Space Stone, the blue and the purple one, and he had all of them except the yellow. So like they delete they digitally removed those ones so people didn't see them. Go oh he must get all of them. This is like so they actually went and manipulated that that kind of stuff. So that's they've already said that that's what they're going to do for Endgame. Good. So I get behind that. That's what I, I said. I was like, I'd rather you lie to me and sell me the movie because I'm already in. So I was like, I don't need to... I, like 80% of everybody is in. Oh, yeah. Because this has been building since like 2001. Yeah, was that? Yeah, I think it was 2001 when Iron Man came out. That was a guess. I know it's around Iron- that time. Maybe not. It's been... No, because it's been 10 years. It's only been 10 years? Yeah. So... Oh. Yeah, because that's what their all their stuff is. Like Marvel 10 and stuff like that. So I think... Yeah, it's like 20-something films in like 10 years. I think so. It feels like it because there's a new one always. Every three months is a new movie. And yeah, there's there's like three a year. I could be completely wrong. Maybe there's like 20 years. I really don't. I think I want to say it's 10, though. I think it's the last 10 years it's been building up. The X is actually the X-Men. What? (laughs) The X. 
Like 10, the X. Oh, the numeral? Yeah. Roman numeral? Well, they... Disney now owns... Uh, the X-Men? Fox. Yeah. Fox Studios? Whatever it is. Whoever owns it is Fox. They just bought Fox because their whole Simpsons thing. They're like, the Simpsons will not be part of Disney. Yeah, so they have the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, and... Who gives a shit about the Fantastic Four? Well, if they can finally do it well, I would. But I don't. Did you see the the newest Fantastic Four? I think I watched like a minute or two of it. Maybe probably longer than that. But I just watched it and I was like, nope. Yeah, I, we watched the whole thing and like nothing happens till like the last two minutes. And even that, you're like, oh, that was it. Okay. <laughs> well, like, the first one, I don't think I like. I remember liking the first one. But I, I remember everyone hating it. I don't remember much from the first one. Guy from the Shield was the thing. Yeah, Michael Chiklis. And Captain America is the flame. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Storm, I think. Johnny Storm. Jessica Alba is um Invisible Girl. I think that's the Incredibles. <laughs> oh, that's Elastigirl. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Sue Storm. Yeah. Sue Storm. And then and Reed Richards is uh I forget that guy was in that played him. Couldn't tell you. But the only thing Reed Richards stands out is he's his cool gray patches on the side of his head. He's dignified. Like, that's what I want whenever I go gray. Just someday. I can see you having that now and that just being your thing. Like, you start graying out and then you're just fully embracing it. It just becomes part of your, your style, your quirk. I feel like I hurt your feelings. You just looked down <laughs> no, after I said it. <laughs> beard hair all over me. <laughs> now you had a big silver beard. Well... I guess we accidentally went off on a Marvel tangent, but that was that's the only thing I really re- like remember. But I guess I was, in some way, I was basically pitching the idea that doing like a podcast segment that we could pick something from, right. whether it be from Always Open or because like Always Open has like questions that are like submitted and they're usually more like relationship oriented and stuff like that. So like I was like that'd be interesting, but I was like I don't know that people would really want to hear our take our our take yeah. our take our. Uh, on someone's question to them because like someone submitted a question to the always open people and they're like hey, you yeah. know what? well let's hear what we have to say too right because no one gives a fuck <clears throat> yeah so like i was like well there might be something that popped up on there if maybe it's just a general question about like how do you deal with x y or z but um jeez that's true <laughs> just sadness and any kind of debilitating depression or loneliness is a brick of cheese for duck 15 year aged irish cheese <laughs> specifically <laughs> that's what i had <laughs> the only one that'll do the trick <laughs> provolone a little bit better but not entirely but yeah so it's like i don't know if we'll get anything from always open off topic is all over which by the way i know you said when we were doing this last week that off topic you can't listen to definitely don't listen to the live off topic this week <laughs> because michael's a little drunk jeremy's really drunk jack's drunk i think alfredo was feeling it but i'm not 100 percent sure and it's just the whole thing is basically them just yelling over top of each other and it's just it's complete chaos i think people love that people probably eat that up it's not for me which is that's just my personal preference but i think that would be if it was like us and our friends we were doing it, it's probably we would find it hilarious but people who like them will watch anything they do because they find them hilarious and them drunks probably them amplified yeah so i mean it's it's very possible this one was a little like this one got really out of hand. Like I said, I, th- I think for me, it's better to watch it than listen to it. Just because, like, if you're sitting in a room full of people and everyone's talking, you only have, like, basically your ears to go by, which is kind of a stupid thing to say. But when you're in a room and it's you're... That's how the blind sing- are. It's true. I know. That's how I experience it. I know. <laughs> I can relate to them. 
But if you're standing in a room and someone starts talking, then you know basically the direction that's coming from, and you can look and you can see who's talking. And it's like you have more cues. So when they're talking over each other, you can kind of get a, an idea of what's... And you can like read lips in quotes a little bit to kind of understand. But I just I feel like it's a lot better to see it than to, to just listen to it. But yeah, this one was was a tough one to to listen your way through just because they were just going so over the top. But I think the thing that annoyed me the most out of it was not necessarily that they were like talking over each other. It's hard to like figure out who was speaking at that time. It was just since they were drunk, they started so many stories, and then would get distracted by something or get interrupted by someone else. And it's like they would start a story that would take them like 20 minutes just to finish whatever it was. And then they would just go, you know, down this other thing and they come back to like this one story. And it's like, all right, like I just want to hear what this story is because it's not like it was really funny. And it's like, but they would never, or it would take them a long time to get back or whatever. Or they just start screaming because they're all drunk. But, well, I guess this is, well, I guess this, wait, I actually, I do have a like, kind of a topic that it's not necessarily like a point, like our perspective on it, but. This week, even in, in, in Drunk's Jeremy State, he told a long story. Because there's one thing that I've, I think about every now and then, especially since I work a very boring job where I have, I'm just by myself all day and I'm just with my thoughts. But I think about someone like, like Gavin or Barbara or you know now Jeremy or you know Matt or whoever that started off being a, like an uber fan of Rooster Teeth that now is, is Rooster Teeth like someone like Jeremy is one of the faces of Achievement Hunter. Like, he is he is one of the people that he used to look up to, basically. Yeah. And, like, I always wonder what it's like to make that, like, turn to be, like, because he still, like, he said he still watches, like, their, like, best ofs and these different things. Because he'll make references to a video that they shot, like, two years ago that he was just watching that happened. And he'll bring it up in this video and then he'll explain it like him watching. He's still a fan. But, because um, I, I just imagine, like, if, if I worked or if we worked for Rooster Teeth, even as like a fucking janitor, like <laughs> cleaning toilets and stuff, just walking into the building would be like just so bizarre. Like, like, cause even when we met Bernie, it was like the whole time we were waiting in line at RTX. <clears throat> I'm getting, I'm sorry, I get emotional when I talk about this. <laughs> uh, the whole time we were waiting in line at RTX to meet him, we were, I don't, I think we were in line for like 40 or 45 minutes or something like yeah, that. It wasn't too bad, but he was, they did it very impromptu. Yeah, it was the, the last day. Last of, day, like two. Yeah, and I, I pretty much plan on, once we get close to RTX, we'll do an episode about our RTX experience and stuff like that once more, once closer, because it's in being in July, I think. Yeah, it's usually 4th of July. Yeah, I think it's like the 5th, 6th, and 7th or something like that. But uh, anyway, when we, when we met him, all the whole time we were in line, I was just staring at him in probably the most creepy way I could have. That's, that, but, that's coming off that way. Yeah, like the, there's no way I can describe this without it being weird. But I was just staring at him because it was just so weird and like a surreal feeling to see him outside the context of a production, like something that like has lighting and like camera changes, something from this angle. Right. It was just the open floor, him standing by like a black sheet, essentially. Yeah, he was standing by the uh, their their store, the Rooster Teeth store yeah. that had set up. Yeah. It was set up against there. But I mean, that was also I mean, we saw a bunch of people when we were there. But um, but it was just so weird to like just to, and I had the same thing whenever Griffin came to Butler. Yeah. Which I mean. I'm sure most people don't know what Butler or where Butler well, is, but right. but for uh, a chainsaw, yeah. Well, I mean the town that we grew up in, and I, mean, I live still pretty close to, but you're pretty far away. Uh, the town we grew up in is, I mean, it's a old you steel know, mill city. Yeah, it's like the sad story of every small town around Pittsburgh 
it just used to be thriving with when steel was a thing and then just kind of fell off as the years went on steel kind of fell off so it's just it's a big place but there's not a whole lot going on and i remember i think i was going to work or i was at work and you texted me and just said i think griffin is in butler griffin being jeff's now ex-wife right um but like i think griffin's in butler butler is like the county next to ours it's probably 20 minutes from my house like it's, yeah, it's super close. Yeah, and I was like, "Why would you be in Butler?" I was like, "It was like the weirdest thing. Like, there's nothing in Butler. There's nothing in where, like where we are from. There's a mall. That's about it." Yeah, and it's falling apart now too. <laughs> That's yeah. And so it's like there was this, there's and it's like the biggest thing for our hometown and for Butler is like drug use. <laughs> That's like the biggest thing that come out of either arson, one of arson and drugs. It's true. Yeah, we had a serial arsonist for a while, and someone stole a bridge once. But the. You don't remember that? No, I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Do you remember the stuff that someone stole a bridge? No. Uh, I forget. Were we in high school? I don't think so. I think it was after high school. In How do you Newcastle. steal a bridge? Huh? How do you steal a bridge? That's the logical question everyone would ask. Do you blow it up? So, from what I remember, that there was a story that someone stole one of the bridges in Newcastle. That it was, I think, it was two brothers that went, like, over the court. It must have been somewhere. Or no, I think it was, um... Um. Uh, what the fuck is it? Is that by where like the Walmart and stuff is? Well, that man's arbitrary. Well, no, but like, I think because it has like a, there was like a uh, uh, what's it called? An urban legend about it. Like that had like it was like one of those ones where you're supposed to like park on the bridge and you look in your rearview mirror. Oh was, yeah. It yeah, had yeah. like some sort of th- something crossing. I don't remember what it was called, but it had like some sort of like urban legend thing about it. But it was like it had to be in, like a secluded area because I think they did it over the course of like a couple of days. But essentially, I think they just took torches out and just cut it to pieces over the course of a couple of days. And then I, my thing was, like, how the hell do you sell a bridge? They're looking for people selling a bridge. <laughs> like, that was going to give you away immediately. They sold the bridge? They, they did. They went to a scrapyard. And they had, I don't know if they forged a document or if they just said they had permission. But whoever they went to the scrapyard, and this, this is going by memory, so I, I might have some of this fucked up. But they went to a scrapyard and said, like, oh, we have permission from the city or whoever to get, like, to scrap this bridge. And they were like, well, I don't know. And they called the police and just arrested both of them. Oh, I thought there was a better ending. Like, they became millionaires. No. No, I think it was, and I'm, I, I don't remember the numbers, but I think they made, like, a couple thousand dollars from the bridge, and it cost, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars to repair. So, basically, it was, like, the the amount it took to, re- like, to replace the bridge was far greater than what they got for scrapping the bridge, these yeah, two I mean, guys. They're not going to be any shit for scrap, but to build a new bridge out of steel or whatever they're made out of. It's just, uh, like, I just love the guy at the scrapyard. I was like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> I know they're looking for a guy selling a bridge, and you come here with Why a bridge. Why would you sell it? That's what I'm saying. Like, it, It's I the f- most obvious crime you could commit. I feel like if you're going to steal a bridge, you cut it down, and you just divvy out the parts. Make it like a geo. What are those things called? Geo tracker? Um... What, for, like, each piece of it? Yeah, like, when people do, like, the treasure hunting. Like, a geocaching? Yeah, that's a geocaching, yeah. Just sell off each individual part? <laughs> Don't sell it, just be like, hey, there's a treasure over here, but, like, oh, it's a fucking piece of a bridge. Just it's a piece of, it's an I-beam. <laughs> and then, in, like, 50 years, they're like, this is the bridge that was stolen. So, oh, so you want to make it, like, a legend? Like, yeah. you want to put a story... That's way of- better than getting arrested. <laughs> so you're not wrong. I mean, I mean, like... Imagine us being 80 and they're like, they rebuilt the bridge. Well, it would be like one well, of those... I have no idea they fucking rebuilt the bridge. I know it was stolen. Well, yeah, I was saying, <laughs> us being 80, like, like I'm going to tell you a story about that bridge that got stolen. What are you talking about? 
the one, it was by Walmart and stuff. Like, I know there was a bridge by Walmart. I was like, God damn it, there was a bridge by Walmart that got stolen. <laughs> I'll tell you where it's at. <laughs> I, like, I just imagine it's going to be like a, like a, when like the, F, the former FBI agents on their deathbed talk about aliens. <laughs> like, that'd be you in the hospital bed fading away talking about like, like you need to head 70 miles south. Or like two feet off of 79, there's going to be a piece of a bridge that's going to lead you out east <laughs> and you'll find another piece of the bridge. And just send people off on like this treasure chest or treasure quest, I guess, to put it back together. This bridge that everyone forgot about, <laughs> no one cares about. Yeah, but I, I don't remember what the numbers were, but it was a, a tremendous amount of money, more than what they scrapped it for. But it's like it's, I was like it's like stealing like a mascot's uniform and then trying to sell it in a pawn shop. I was like, well, there's only one of these. <laughs> like, I know what this is. Right. But, yeah. I mean, but that's Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Griffin. <laughs> So, but yeah, that's what I like. That's the town that we grew up in. That's what we're used to. So then, whenever someone that and at the time that she came to Butler, it wasn't like she she didn't work for Rooster Teeth at that time. I know she she came back after that because I know she was her and Jeff at the time had that um, or for a while anyway had that podcast that relationship goals where it yeah. was just them and they would like sit down with another couple and talk to them. And I think and she was still involved in some ways at Rooster Teeth, but. You know, especially for us who listen to the, the, the podcast from, like, episode one to, like, whatever it was, like, 150 over and over and over again. She was working for the company at that time, and she was big into immersion. So, it was like, I was like, what are the chances that this company that we watch in Austin, that she, just this person from Austin, happens to be 20 minutes from us? Like, it was, like, the weirdest thing to wrap our heads around. And then we went there, but the, the reason I brought her up is because when we were in line with Bernie... It's like the exact same feeling when we were standing, like just watching her, like do the carvings. Like, like that's her, like that's the van she was talking about. The like it was just so weird and surreal to try yeah. to like see this person out of context. I remember for so long after we met Bernie and took the picture with him and stuff like that. Every time I looked at the picture, like my mind, it was almost like my eyes were crossed. Like I couldn't, like it just was too weird. Like that's that's like and it wasn't like I like I was starstruck. Like, like I just don't know what to say. Like right. it was just so weird to see someone that I only know from productions and like know so well from the podcast talking about stories standing in a picture with like you who I had social studies with in like fourth <laughs> grade and just like I was like I can't like it's just my brain doesn't put these things together right and I think uh and and again going back to the whole reason I'm talking about this in the first place that I I know that after a certain amount of time that just becomes commonplace that you're just like that goes away because even the next time that uh, Griffin came to Butler and I was there and I like took pictures and stuff was like one of my like crowning moments whenever I like actually helped her and stuff like that. But like once you're there for like a couple hours, that starts to kind of fade away. And then like after so much time goes by, like that was so weird. Like once I got home, I was like, that's so bizarre. But yeah. like in the moment, I know. So like thinking about like Jeremy and stuff like that and Gavin or Barbara that were these Uber fans for such a long time. And I think Gavin. Gavin and Barbara were probably a little different because they were involved with the company that was still so young, so it didn't gain as much traction, as much... Like, you know, RTX wasn't around where, like, there's, like, you know, 30,000 people that you're there with, like, this huge thing. It was much, much smaller whenever they were a fan. And, and like, Gavin was helping direct, like, the early seasons of RVB before the Achievement Hunter or anything. So I'm sure it was a little bit different for them. Yeah. But I still wonder, like, what it's like for him. And he was talking about on the podcast being at RTX 2013, even though the entire time he said 2014 until the very end of his story. So for about 25 minutes or whatever it was, he kept saying RTX 2014. And I was thinking about when we were talking about it on here, 
and you were saying that was because we said we went to RTX 2014, so that's the year they got hired. And I was like, is he fucking the data up or did Doug fuck the data up? I was like, I don't know. And I looked it up and it was like 2014 is when they got hired. I was like, I don't understand. I was like, it's, I don't know. And I was like, like read the story and stuff. I was like, I don't, I don't understand how, what's happening. He goes, okay, I've been saying 2014 this whole time. It was 2013 was this RTX. Uh, so he was talking about the year before they got hired. And this was before, I guess he must have been involved with anything because he didn't even know Matt at the time. And he was saying like how he waited in line forever just to meet Jack and he was actually like starstruck by Jack. And of course, <laughs> their, basically their reaction is your reaction where Michael was like, to meet Jack? Like about everybody? is like, you were starstruck. I was like, and then he said, he went from that to talking about how he went to a community panel and Matt was on, like in the panel, and he's like, "That's Matt, that's Axial Matt," like yeah. and like kind of like the same reaction, something like that. And he goes, "Jack and Matt," <laughs> and was like making fun of him for like the two that he like wanted or was choosing me. But he went on for a long time just talking about his like how cool it was to be there, like meeting him at that time. And I was like, I feel like he gave a little bit of in- insight to that, like that part of what I was thinking about of just like what it must be like to be there and be one of like, like I said, I'm sure now that he's been doing it for, I forget, I don't even know how long he's been there now. A couple, like, probably two five. years. Well, no, I guess 2014 they got hired. Yeah. So five years. Uh, I was thinking, cause I was trying to remember when he became like in the main room, like one of the main mm. people, but I'm sure pretty quickly it just becomes your know, normal life. But I just wonder like, cause I know for me, like I said, even if I just had like the most low level job there, every, like I'd probably be at home and just be like, I fucking work there. Like, it would, I'd have, like, these moments where I'd have, the, like, I would just, it would hit me, like, the perspective of having, like, this is so fucking weird. My life is so weird right now. <laughs> you have the reality check of, like, I did that today. I went into work, in quotations, and... Yeah. And this thing that I've, like, been a big fan of for such a long time is, like, I'm just there. Like... <laughs> You're part of it. Yeah. And it's, like, I've, I have such a hard time wrapping my head around that for, for a long time. And I think I would, the only way I'd be able to get by is by completely ignoring that. And just acting like it's fine. <laughs> I think it's how everyone does it. You have yeah. to just be like, this is normal. This is what I do now. Yeah, because like I've realized, too, there's... And it's one of the things, you know, because we're both Pittsburgh Penguins fans. And it's one of the things I realize whenever, like, you see... Because, like, where I live, they're kind of there. Like, I don't see them every single day or every week or even every month. It's like, but, you know, I... You do see them out and about oftentimes in the area. So it's like, I realize that there is no great way to really approach i mean you there's like a simple way you can hey just love what you do thanks a lot or whatever like you can keep it real simple but like what you want to say is like doesn't work like you can't right. go up to someone and just be like oh you know and this really meant like if you just start dumping all this stuff at them they're like oh yeah thanks 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 it's, it's it's just gonna be weird and i just like i never do that so it's like i realize that i can't you can't say what you're thinking in your head basically without embarrassing yourself i have a i have one that i did that I'm still embarrassed of, which isn't a big deal. It's um, we played with the Wonder Years when they were nobodies, mm-hmm. and I was talking to their bass player. Who were in an Achievement Hunter video, or not, the whole band, but uh, Soupy was. Yeah, he played, played Madden. Yeah, but I remember the bass player Josh. He was like, "I'm Josh Man." I go, "I know," and he probably <laughs> thought I was the weirdest kid ever. But to me, there was such a big deal, and I didn't know how to handle it. But I was like, "It's so glad to meet you. I play bass too. Like this is awesome. I'm sorry I made it weird." And then he just ran out quickly. No, I mean, he was cool about it. He's like, it's fine. You know, but I mean, like, I'm still embarrassed of that because I was like, why did I come off as a weird ass? I should just be like, I'm Doug. Not, I know who you are. Yeah, who are you again? <laughs> right. uh, okay. So, like, the show, The Wonder Years? That's it. <laughs> just be completely oblivious. I just think about um, when we went to, I forget what the mall is, but we went down to the, the Hot Topic, and I forget what the mall is, like, down 
It's down closer. It's down south. So it's like closer to here. Ross Park Mall? Maybe. It's like in Ross Township. Maybe. <laughs> I'm great at geography. You were talking about the Silverstein and Bayside meetup? Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was a weird, like, we're so excited, but they have nothing to say. It's like, because it was just a, like a, a cafeteria line. Like, we picked up our tray, and then we would just go around, and like, and then you're like, all right, I'm going to get a scoop of this, scoop of this, and go sit down, because it was just this long line out the door, and, and Silverstein and Bayside are two bands that we listen to. I'm sure most people that would listen to this have no idea who those, those two bands are. I mean, they're, but, they're big in their own right. Oh, they are, but they're not like, it's not like we're talking about, you know, Maroon 5, like a band that even if you don't listen to them, you know who they are. Right. But we went, they were doing like a meet and greet kind of thing at a hot topic at the mall that was pretty close to where we lived. So we drove down, we go, there's a huge line out the door, like just into like the middle, like walkway of the mall. We wait in this line forever. Kind of the same thing, like walk in, just like, like looking at them, like, that's really weird. I mean, we, it's different because really your only interaction with them is to see them like live on on stage so it's a little different but it's like I was like wow it's really weird that they're just here and then we would like you just kind of went around this big loop and then they were just sitting at the, like, these like card tables that were set up in a giant row like and they were just every member of the band was just going down this long line and then we would come around and then you go to like to each person but the line moved at like one step every like I don't know 15 20 seconds so like we were just standing like oh yeah it's like nice to meet you and that's, then, a, that's a that's a cool shirt, <laughs> right? And then they're just staring at us. We're staring at them like, "Well, I really wish I could leave right now because <laughs> this is so <laughs> weird." Yeah, it's a guy sent the autographs. It's great to meet you, but I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because especially when you say goodbye, like, like, all right, like, yeah, it was really nice meeting you. And then you stand there for another minute, <laughs> just two feet in front of them. You're just like, I really hope this line starts moving because this is really uncomfortable. I'm not even enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should never meet bands. I think that's the. The key. Yeah, when we went Bernie, it went well. Yeah. I don't think... I don't remember what I... I don't, oh, yeah, I do. I just introduced... I said, my name's Mike. He goes, oh, my name's Mike, too. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I think I forget your name's actually Mike. And they took the picture, and then you came up, and I took the picture of both of you. And that's where... But whenever I met Bernie... <laughs> you're like, fuck, you're tall. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize Bernie. He's probably only like 6'2", maybe 6 foot. I don't know how tall. Taller than I always thought. Uh, I said, point being that Doug is 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> I'm 5'6". Five, Sorry. I but I remember, whenever I met him, I was like, fuck, you're tall. And he goes, Ugh. and you look at the picture I have, you can see he's like squatting because I called him out on it. And then he's, we took the picture and he goes, he goes, as soon as you said that, he's like, I got uncomfortable. Like, he's like, I started squatting. It's like, he kind of like leaned out a little bit like he was taking a picture of the child. <laughs> he's kind of like leaning into frame. Yeah. But yeah, I just think about those times of like talking to, to Griffin at, in Butler when she's doing the, the change of carving and you know, like, doing the video and, like, even helping load it up and just be like, this is so fucking weird and just how it must feel to be, like, one of, now, like, like I said, like, Jeremy or, like, Gavin, like, one of the main faces of the company. Because, like, I'm sure there's tons of fans that work there. I'm sure that, their entire workforce is fans. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people that don't, like, especially the older generation that probably, like, know who they are or stuff, but, you know, I, I imagine, like, a lot of, like, animators, like, younger kids, a lot of interns are probably fans and stuff like that, I would imagine. Uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that have that too, but it's just they're not like one of the biggest like personalities or biggest presence. Like they're not one of the reasons that people are tuning in to like a show. They're not watching an achievement hunter show because oh Jeremy's in this one. Like I don't know, you know, they could be uh, an animator, they could be you know a producer, they could be an editor. They they could have a lot of different roles and stuff like that. 
that are probably just as weird for them, but I just imagine that's a different level to be like the guy on the, the billboard or the girl on the billboard yeah. that uh, is, is out there. Um, ooh, I almost spilled my drink all over your laptop. Well, <laughs> had a good run. Um, oh, there's one thing, and this does not, this is not a transition even a little bit, but I just saw it, and I've, I there's a picture involved in this, so I had to pull the picture up to show you. But, so, you, all right, well, I guess we'll go back to our previous, to, to last week. So, are you aware that Jeff is now sober and is no longer drinking? Yes, because I follow him on everything. Okay, so you So, I know that he's, like, did you see the picture is, like, two years sober That's picture? what I was going to show you. That's yeah. what I to talk about. It was crazy. Like, I didn't realize he was ever, like, he was never big, but, like, from then until now, yeah. he's, like, looks like he's 100 pounds lighter. Because well, he's, he's been doing the keto for, that sounds like, I think I was completely out of touch with everything. He was doing the keto, but he's doing the keto diet. Right, uh, and he's been—I don't know how long he's been doing that—but he's. I mean, if you watch, listen to the podcast or anything, he talks about how much weight he's lost to the point where he felt like he lost too much weight, and now he's just trying to, like, maintain basically. Um, but yeah, so I, like I know part of it is obviously not drinking, and part of it is has to do with that. But yeah, I thought when I saw the picture, I thought the same thing. Like every time he talked about being like really big, or like even on the podcast, I said like I see the old pictures of you, and just like it's like well, you can see how much of a difference it's made. And him talking about like how big his face was, I was like, I just don't remember. He was always like thin. He wasn't that big. And I saw the picture. I was like, Holy shit, he was big. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh my god, I don't remember that. He's like skinny fat. Well, that was annoying for the <laughs> microphone. Yeah. Well, that's why I was gonna pull the picture in case you didn't see it because I just thought that was a, such a crazy, crazy thing. And it, it's, it's kind of weird too that it's been two years already. It's been so like it feels like it's only been a year that he less than that. That's it feels I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel like it's been really that long at all but I mean have you uh because he's talked about like the the journey or the process of getting sober and like what kind of triggered it and stuff like that and I don't know if you ever heard I mean there's not like a big like story like this like pivotal event like there's one thing that he told and he was kind of like this isn't good and he just kind of dead stopped like I'm just done like, I remember him saying he quit cold turkey yeah I don't know what event I just remember him saying he didn't like the way he looked or if it was the Griffin thing or what it was. I mean, I really... I don't want to speculate on anything with between, like, why they got divorced or anything like that because who knows? And right. I, like, I'm sure him drinking all the time couldn't have been a, a big positive in the relationship, but I don't want to, like, go too much in, like, a gossipy, like, and try to, like, come up with reasons as to why. But like I said, I'm sure that couldn't have been a big positive in the relationship that he was drinking all the time. He The story he told from I, I don't remember if it was always open or if it was on the RT podcast but he was talking about how there was I think he I don't remember if he said that it happened every morning but it was pretty frequent like where he would wake up to throwing up and he, there were certain times he was throwing up blood and he said that he woke up um I mean, I know, maybe I made that last but I know he talked about throwing up blood I don't remember if it was that frequent I may have I might be misremembering it because this was a podcast from like a year ago right um but the story involves him being in the kitchen and he threw up on the floor on the countertops or something and there was blood in it and he was cleaning it up and he was thinking about Millie and how she's old enough to remember this. Like she's old enough to come out of her bedroom and see him in this condition and like this, she, she'll know this now. Like this is her dad and he's kind of like, yeah, I think I should probably cut this back and then he just sort of was like done with it and just turned it, just, it's over. Turn it all around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good. well that's good on him. 
I mean, it's good that he, re- as a father, he recognized him. Was like, well, I gotta stop doing this. This is bad. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's. It's, it does seem like that's how big changes in your life happen. Is like these weird like epiphany moments where you're just like, if someone explained that to you, if, like if someone went up to him at the time and said like, you know, obviously we don't know Jeff, but I'm just just saying as in speaking generally, more than likely if someone went up and said you know like Millie's old enough to remember like seeing you drunk all the time, he'll probably be like he'll probably feel bad about it, but it probably wouldn't be enough to like actually like snap it over into like oh this is really bad until he kind of like that thought triggers in his own head. And it's like, it seems like that's kind of how a lot of people change in a lot of ways where like, it's some kind of event that you realize how terrible it is. And you're like, yeah, I think I'm done with this. Like, why am I still doing this? And I mean, that's how my dad quit smoking. And well, not, not exactly. His was more of like a scare. His teeth were falling out. No, his teeth teeth weren't falling out. Oh. No, he got like a dental exam and had a bunch of legions, like white spots and stuff in his mouth that they had to do a biopsy on to see if they were cancerous. And he was like, oh, I'm done. And he just, same thing, just... I'm no longer going to smoke. It was just a, an instant decision not to do. They were, they were all negative. There was no cancer or anything in the in the biopsies they did. But he just just the idea of that happening was like, nope, I'm done. And he just doesn't smoke since. He's just like, fuck it. I even said when I saw him on Sunday that I was he was talking about he was about to play and he was like, he's like, all right, I'm gonna go walk around a little bit. I was like, we well, just like get stuff set up. He's like, no, I'm ready to go. He's like, I just get I just always get antsy before we play. I was like, oh, you don't have your cigars anymore. And I do that. He goes, nope. He's like, I haven't had one in. Since then, or since whatever it was, I don't remember right. the, the time was, but he was just like, nope, I'm done. Don't do it. And then there's other people that'll get cancer three times, and are like, yeah, I think I can power through this one. That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Complete opposites. Yeah. But, um... Even, I took a month off drinking, just to do it, and I didn't get any, I mean, I only took a month. I didn't get much out of it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I, like, maybe, I don't think I felt better or anything. I was like, I just want to do this to do it, but... The day I started drinking again, I woke up with like you know the hangover, and I was like, "Fuck, what am I doing?" I mean, how often do you drink now? Not too often, a couple a week. Yeah, so it's not like a no, it's not a problem. I mean, like to thinking like how Jeff is two months. I mean, sorry, two years sober, and I did a month. And like the first couple days, we're like, I would like to have a drink while I'm like watching a movie or something, and then eventually I didn't crave drinking. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't go to bars. But people were like, "Come to trivia night." I'm like, "No, that's a bar. I have no self control." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's how like for like dieting and stuff like what I'm doing now. It's like the easiest way to not have shitty food is to not buy shitty food, right? And it's like now I think I've been doing it long enough to like if like you know we went and grabbed something to eat. If you would have got something, or well, you got the full sub with the bread and stuff, but like if. Uh, if we went to a restaurant and you got like a big burger or a bunch of fries and stuff like that, I don't like see that and go, God, I want, like I might be in a certain mood to want that. Yeah. But like, I will still be able to, like, it's not going to entice me enough to just say, forget it and throw the whole thing out the window. And I don't know, I guess. Or you could eat the burger and regret it all night. <laughs> could. And I think that's why I don't do it anymore because it's just like. <laughs> the shame. Yeah. <laughs> you just shame it Because <laughs> I know, I was like, I was like oh, God, I would love that girl, but I know I'm going to be really upset with myself for the rest of the night if I. I wasted all those points on <laughs> eating a burger. I was like, oh, you had to have cheese? You had to have cheese? <laughs> but that makes you think of, and back in the, like when we like talk about those earlier podcasts and stuff like that, Jeff and Gus used to talk about all the time how much they would drink, like openly and happily. The drunk tank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it was called. And they would always have drinks, but he, like, I remember him saying, like, I'm just taking a month off drinking just to, like, 
see that I don't have a problem, basically. Yeah. And I remember him saying, like, he would go to the doctor and be like, oh, no, you've, like, you're how these could be. He'd go right back to it. And, like, people would... I remember there was one podcast specifically where Bernie kept joking that he was an alcoholic. And he kept defending himself, saying he's not. And it's like, I think about those moments now. Like, looking... Like, after now, like, when you hear him being so open about, like, like yeah, it's like, guys, never want to go back. Like, he's so... Talks about being, like, so clear-headed and stuff like that and how now, like, so many ideas come to him. Like, he's just so much easier for him to, like, be creative and everything. And I was like, I just think about those episodes because I've, I've listened to them so often or so much that it's just like, oh, I was like, it's weird to think about that. Like, I mean, I guess just time marches on. It's, right. like I said earlier, I'd like to you to meet you from 10 years ago and see how it goes. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess just it's, you always have that kind of, like, idea of just, like, thinking about the past version of him versus now and just how, like, how much of a 180 kind of turn that he's done and stuff but i mean really good on him for uh i don't know how i don't know how much weight he's lost i think he he's said it before i, don't, I just don't remember what it is but i mean it's it's he's lost like 60 pounds or something as a, he's lost enough that it's very noticeable he could be on a commercial it's true it's they might steal that picture and then put ads on it for like weight loss <laughs> pills like, yeah because it could be like and he lost for let's say 65 pounds doing keto and sloppy picture versus I <laughs> said, but I like, well, yeah, because that's even every picture you see is like a shitty cell phone picture to then the studio picture, yeah, where they bring them in. But like, you see a lot with like, uh, I forget what the fucking thing was called. It was like a weight loss pill that's like supposed to, like, I don't know, it, it's it's complete bullshit, but that's what they always had was like a picture of someone at like 320 and then it's like them at like 150 pounds or something like that. Like, I used, I lost this much weight using blah blah blah. And then it's like it always has like the disclaimer at the bottom, like this was also combined with a healthy diet and exercise. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck you, this doesn't do anything then. But like they would take his that picture and then put like one of those like shitty Facebook ads on the side of your page, yep, with like their version of like that diet pill, and it's like lost fifty pounds, like flashing on it. <laughs> so you click on it and buy this like this weird diet pill from Nicaragua or something that doesn't do anything. What's the roosters should do? They should make fake diet pills and sell them. I mean, that's with not those the- pictures. That's not the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, you could probably make a killing doing that. There's enough they people. vomit-inducing fake blood capsules. Ew. <laughs> See, I think there's probably a reason why you're not in charge of a marketing or, or sales. Work for Jeff. Pick up a little blood and go, well, I'm, I'm done here. Oh, so, so you want to market it as like a... Scare tactic. Scare tactic to get people to stop drinking. Or, or to stop eating. I don't know what uh, you're trying to get. This is... From the Society of Healthy Livers. Is that a place? That's no. A I don't know. <laughs> but if you put that in like a nice font and like blue text with like the medical symbol next to it, people mm. think it's legit. Make a .gov site, but the O in gov is a zero. <laughs> so it's, it throws people off. MySpace. Sure. <laughs> Make a MySpace page. <laughs> Have fun. Do you. Okay. So I guess we can move through the list. A little bit. So we covered like three topics so far, and the recording is 59 minutes long. Oh, shit. Um, We've cut a lot of stuff. I mean, there's going to be, like, like, there's a whole beginning part that's, there'll be a lot of cuts, but, um, okay, so I'll, I'll just go through, and we'll, we can burn through a couple things really fast. Um, Jeremy put out an album this week that, I, I assume it's supposed to be pronounced 1551. Not one five five one. That that's how I've been reading it. Is fifteen fifty one, like like a year, and it's a. I forget. I think it's like, I think it'd be classified as like new metal basically. 
I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the the genre of new metal encompasses, but I think that's what it's. Corn, yeah. Limp Biscuit. It's probably close to that, yeah. Mudvayne. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but he put that one of. I was going to say one for the horde, but it's one of the horde. Uh, but he put that out this week, so he's been he's been doing a lot of like side stuff. Like he wrote a book. He's writing a sequel to his book. He has like he's kind of doing a lot of passion projects, which I mean, uh, good. Do it. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Fulfill those dreams, I guess. Uh, I don't. That sounds so like dismissive. Like, yeah, do what the fuck you want, I guess. <laughs> but no, I meant like, honestly, go after what you want to go after. Or do what you want to do. Um. That Master and Apprentice show is. I think it's back now. I think they just put up the episode or the first ep- first episode of the second season of it. I think it was the second season, but it's back. I don't know what season they're on. I haven't. I've, haven't watched that one. That one's a kind of interesting to me, but that that's back now. I don't know if you know what Master and Apprentice is. I have no idea. That's uh, Adam Baird. I think I always forget. I always have to like think about which one's which. Beard. Or Adam Ellis. Ellis is the giant one. Um, it's him and Marcus Lapore or Laporte. I think it's Lapore, who is like their head of like set design and stuff like that. Like he made like the Rooster Teeth set. I mean, he has his team and stuff, but he's like their main guy like that. And it's basically him showing Adam Ellis the like how to do different things, and it's like the new the one they put out was like they were making the sword from Devil May Cry Five, the, the Devil May Cry game that's coming out. Yeah. So it's just it's him like teaching him these kind of things, but that just came back, and it, like I said, I think that one just came out was uh, that Devil May Cry one. Um, one thing I didn't mention, but it's been going on since way before we recorded last week, is that uh, did you see any of the. Uh, uh, they're doing the Planet Slow-Mo stuff. I've seen promotions for it on like Reddit and stuff, but I've never watched anything, so I'm not... I don't really know what it is. It's interesting because Slow-Mo Guys is kind of taking... Like, they still are doing the backyard stuff, but it was either last year or the year before they did the YouTube... Um, oh, I forget what it was actually called, but there was a series, a YouTube series they did where they, ha- they went to... It was like, basically like an quarry. And they did these much larger experiments. Like, um, I think that's where they did, like, a dead cord one. They did, like, a giant thing of, like, jelly. They had, like, a... Um, that's where they had the... Okay, yeah. Yeah, because it was, like, a giant... The first one didn't take or didn't hold. Yeah, and it all fell apart. And then they had the second one. Yeah. yeah. So, so I have seen some of those. So there's those ones. But that was a different series. But now they're doing Planet Slow-Mo where they're going... They're kind of, it's not the same, like, that was sort of, like, their ideas or their projects scaled up to a large, like, a large level, basically, and recording the slow-mo, like, Dan jumping into a pool of milk or whatever, or, like, he was the waiter and he fell off, like, a diving board and stuff. Like, that was just, like, their backyard experience scaled up to a higher thing. This is more like, they're going to, to places they can only record this thing in this place. Mm. Like, the first one, I think, I think it was the first episode, it was a geyser in uh, Iceland, and they're recording the guy, the guys are erupting in in slow mo, but they always it's like they're two part episodes. The first part is them doing it, and the second part is more of like the science behind it, where they'll talk to the experts. So it reminds me a lot of like almost like a like a Saturday morning like science show where like they'll do like the geyser in the next episode. I think the geyser one was different because I think the second one they talked to someone about the geyser, but like a lot of them they'll go back to like the lab. Or no, no, that's right, they did do um, they went to the lab for the geyser. But the, they'll have, like, this, like, lab set that they'll go to and they'll talk to an expert about whatever they did about, like, the, they did one with animals and, like, like a hawk blinking and how, like, they have, like, a protective, like, shield, like, sheet yeah. that goes over their eyes. So, so it is a learning, a learning channel, essentially. Yeah. It's, like, so they're doing more of that, but it's, like, you know, it's, 
kind of interesting how like they're like it's obviously slow guys is a huge channel one of the biggest it's i mean they pull in a tremendous amount of views but it's like they just start going to like this next level of well, i think they're just playing off of because you always see it on twitter and reddit like i watch this in my such and such class and it's a slow-mo video like oh yeah college professor or something so maybe that's just what they're doing they're like well it's getting used educationally so let's do an educational show well i think too like some guys have been going on for so long that there's certain ideas like you go the more you do something the more like the grander your ideas get so like i'm sure there's a lot of stuff that they want to do that just it's impractical for a backyard like they have to go to these other places to do these things and the plants it's a youtube original show so it is like a youtube like funded produced kind of thing but it does seem like it's just a natural progression of coming up with these ideas for yeah, from a cat jumping out of a tree to a geyser yeah six foot balloon to a guy <laughs> being in a balloon <laughs> but yeah so it's like that's been going on for a while i don't know how long it's going for i don't know that they've said but it seems like it's there's a bunch of episodes out now I, mean, I feel like they could do that always they could i mean that's i, I, mean, I I want to say they're going like the eighth episode or something like that of it, but I mean it's been going on for a while. But I just figured it was probably worth mentioning. Uh, there was something that I didn't even know happened that I completely missed because it actually happened like almost I think two weeks or I think it has been two weeks ago now, maybe more so. That and it's someone that you wouldn't have any like knowledge of because there's a, a girl that works for Rusty named Christina Parrish, and I I don't really know what her position is it seems like she's involved like in the live action production kind of stuff and i don't think that's an insult because i don't know what gus's position is <laughs> like technically i don't know what his title would be right or like even what bernie's technical title is um so but I, i'm not sure what her job is at Rooster but she's been in like she's been on in on the spot she was in the like live christmas special they did um she's been in like now that like rt life and the shorts are coming back since the RT Life and the Shorts seem to all be inside, like, this one main office that has, like, uh, Blaine, John Reisinger, um, Chad. Like the live crew. Yeah, but it's, like, it's their office. Like, this is where they actually work. It's, like, Bernie, Bernie, Barbara, Jessica, Sami, I think is how you say her last name, which I don't, you don't know who that is. Um, this, Christina Parrish, uh, Chad from Game Attack, Screw Attack, and now uh, I think he's just part of just a rooster teeth thing because th those are both gone um and like i said blaine john rising like it's it's like there's a there's only and chris is in there too like it's, it's only maybe like 10 different people it's not like everybody but it's just one little office where like they're all kind of interacting with each other that's what the, the shorts and stuff are but she's been in those um so she's been in quite a few things now and i guess like as like i said i think, I think it was like two weeks ago and i didn't see this at all was that she got let go by Rooster Teeth out of nowhere. They and, let her go? Yeah, that they, they fired her. Because she tweeted something like... Because I, I there's an, an update to the story that happened on April 1st. And I was like, well, Rooster Teeth doesn't do April Fool's jokes because their anniversary is on April 1st. And people never, ever believe. Every single year you see it where that people yeah. are talking about. Which we didn't mention for their 16-year anniversary. But um, they always... Every year it's... they you, And I've seen on the sub... Or the... Yeah, the subreddit for... Rooster Teeth and stuff. I've seen it in tweets. I've seen everything. And, like, I've actually seen people make posts on the subreddit. Like, so is this whole thing, like, the because they did the free first, mm -hmm. or the free uh, first content for right. all day, and people were asking if that was actually an April Fool's joke, and they're like, like, in the, I saw, like, Jeff in the subreddit just going, no. Like, just, in, like, straight, like, we don't do that. Like, right. 
And it's like, so it's something they've dealt with for 16 years. And the update to the story happened on April 1st. And I was like, well, they don't do the... Jokes. Yeah, they don't do the April Fool's jokes, but I don't know that she does. And that's why I found out that this that she got let go, like, I think it was like 12 days before this happened. I was like, oh, shit, I haven't a while ago. I didn't even know that. But she got let go. And I didn't go through the whole thread of the tweets and stuff. But on the posts on Reddit were um, basically saying that people were tweeting at her, like, what the... Like, what? Like, what happened? And she said it was, like, budget cuts or something. Where that she got, like, cut out and was let go. But on April 1st, I guess they rehired her. So now she works for them again. Which I was like, this is a weird story. Yeah. That, that she got let go and within, like, 12 days got brought back. And that's why, like I said, I thought there's like I said, that she was rehired by Rooster Teeth. And I didn't know she got let go. And I was like, what? I was like, that's probably an April Fool's thing. And, um, but then... Looking at it, there was, like, I had some people saying that, uh, especially when it comes to, like, budget reasons, like, there was someone saying, like, and who knows your deal with the internet, so who knows who's telling the truth, but there's people saying, like, their mom has been fired, and then, because of, like, budget reasons, and then within, like, and then rehired the same day, sometimes, like, two days later, and stuff like that, so, there was one thing that I heard that someone speculated that would make sense to me, is that maybe she was involved in like a project or something like that or a certain branch that they were like cutting the funding to so she got taken out of that but they were always going to rehire her back oh okay but they but I don't know because the way her um Tweet. like yeah I'm trying to remember how she worded it whatever she tweeted was like nothing like getting fired like first thing in the morning I don't know it was something like that it wasn't like I'll let go, but it'll all be fine. Like, in, you know, who knows? Maybe they didn't know if they could hire her back at the time, so no one's saying it. I don't know. I'm obviously, I don't have any inclinations on how the inner workings of Rooster Teeth work. I don't even know how the inner workings of my work work. So, it's like, I don't know what the conversation was. I have no inside knowledge to even speculate or anything. But she was let go, and now she's rehired again. So, like I said, that would make the most sense if she was a part of something that they were cutting the budget to. And then, yeah, and then brought her back. back or some people said too that maybe um that she was part of a cut but then someone else left which then meant that spot was open so then they re like they brought her back in but again i don't know what her position even is you know in or like how any of that works so i'm not sure what the whole thing was but yeah that was i i skipped over that on the list and i forgot about it i was like oh yeah that's probably actually <laughs> one of you know one of the, the biggest stories of the week, I guess. So I guess the finale of of this, of episode two of RT Talk, uh, we'll talk about what will probably be, if we start gaining listeners, probably what's going to garner the most hate comments <laughs> on anything, oh. because this branches out beyond Rooster Teeth in a lot of ways, and people mm. are very passionate yes. about this. Or, do you have an idea what I'm going to say? Not a clue. I'm just saying. I'm just agreeing. Oh, building okay. it up. Okay, so you, uh, you convince me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, do you know who? And as soon as I say the name, people are gonna. It's gonna immediately divide whoever's listening. Shut uh, it off. Yeah. So, do you know who? And I never. I had to look it up because I never knew how to say his last name. Uh, and I, I believe, if I'm doing this right, or if I'm saying it right, from what I saw, his name is Vic, like Mignana, I think. But it's not spelled like how you think it is do you know who that is the guy from pierce the veil no is he a boxer <laughs> no so he is i guess i saw a video of him pronouncing his name he said it's like like italian minana like is that the meme guy he like walks out a little weird 
I don't think so because I don't know who you're talking okay. about. Well, no. I'm just throwing out yeses. I don't know if he's involved in memes or not. You actually do know who he is. I do. You do. You don't. You don't know his name, but he is one of like. He's a very very accomplished voice actor, and has been in pretty much. Pretty much any anime. Mignonia. Looks like Mignonia. It's M I G N O G N A. Yeah, like Mignonia. Yes, you wouldn't recognize his face, I don't think. Well, I'm just seeing what he was in. I was about to tell you. Okay, well, go ahead and tell me. You would know him as, uh, Edric, or, what's his name? No, I forget, because you confused me. Edward Elric. Yeah, I was, yeah, he did the voice of, of Edward in Full Metal Alchemist. He but, looks like fucking Ivan Drogo. <laughs> Ivan Drogo now. <laughs> Not at the time. But, he dies. He dies. It's after he's lived here in, like, Missouri <laughs> for the last, like, 40 years. Oh, he was Broly. Yeah, he's been, he's, like, 12 people in Naruto. He's been, he's very, he's, like, one of the most prominent voice actors out there. And he the, was in Digimon. I, I'm glad every single one blows you away more than the last one. <laughs> but he, uh, he was Crow in Ruby, which I don't, did you meet Crow? I think you did. I think Crow was in yeah. Ruby, too. So he did the voice of Crow in Ruby. So... What? He was in Sonic the Hedgehog. Dude, he's been in everything. That's what I'm saying. You know who he is, but you don't know who he is. He could cosplay as Ivan Drogo. <laughs> That's the only thing he isn't. Like he's done so much stuff. <laughs> I can't get over it. It's he's from Greensburg. He's from here. Yeah, I, saw, I forgot. I was gonna make a note of that. That's so close. Anyway, sorry. You're not gonna appreciate the rest of the story <laughs> because the fact that he's from here and he's been in so much stuff that continues to blows you away. So. He was the voice of Crow in Ruby. Okay. I love Ruby. He isn't Crow anymore. So, and this happened months ago. This isn't what the main story is about. This is something that's been playing out. But the main thing I was, what I was going to talk about. Um, so, I think it was in was it January or February. It came out that basically, and there was, and this is something, I haven't been like a huge fan of him. So, this isn't something that I've even researched. This is just my, like what I've. What I know about it, basically, put it that way. So this isn't me giving you all the details. This is just what I know from sitting on the outside of, like, the guy who voices a character in Ruby got in trouble for. So, as I said, you're not going to like him in a little bit. You're not going to be happy that he's, he lives close here. Uh, so the what happened was a number of other voice actors, people in the industry, and people like fans and stuff came out and said, essentially, not essentially, they accused him of, like, sexual misconduct and... Uh, yeah, that doesn't come across the microphone, but Doug is just showing me his teeth right now in discomfort. Uh, so, but yeah, like a lot of like sexually inappropriate behavior, people, from what I remember, people claiming that like there was even girls that were maybe like un were underage that he was being inappropriate. Not like that he, it was at like cons and stuff where like he would, and again, I'm not, this isn't me like defending him because I just, I don't know, but this is just from what I remember mm -hmm. that he not, like, I don't know that if it ever got to the point where like he was like, messaging girls or anything like that but it was specifically what i remember at the time was is at cons and stuff like that where he was just being inappropriate and then with the voice actors and people that have worked with him specifically females is really kind of like aggressive behavior and stuff like that and there was a lot of them like and this when this happened it was a little bit afterward that Rusty said that they're they just it's a short announcement they never mentioned on any, po any podcast but they never really do this like there's a number of controversies that I never knew about mm -hmm. that I went down and I read about that I was like holy shit like, that happened they just they don't talk about it. they just say here's what happened and they move on 
So they just, it was a short announcement that says, said Vic Mignogna, or I, I probably mispronouncing his name, uh, like will no longer be a part of like Ru- Ruby or Rooster Teeth. I forget what the exact statement said. It was really short, was, yeah, really succinct, really to the point. And the comments for that was a war. It was people defending him, and there was people that were like, even people that were just sort of like down the middle of the road, like, I get it or whatever. We're being just bombarded by this this group of people that were just defending him outright. And the reason I have it, I didn't just put on my list today just to dig up a two-month-old story or three-month-old story, is but when I was on the subreddit today, I came across uh, a post about people that are still making posts about him and Rooster Teeth and still pissed off about this. But they've happened. hired him? Yes. Well, they, 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 they let him work with. Well, you can't. In today's society, you can't have that. And Anybody does that, any company or your friends, whatever, you go, you're out. Yeah. Sorry, you got to go because all you're doing is causing trouble. And that's what, like, I understood what most of the people, and this is the thing that always gets people in trouble, is because everyone wants to be either on side A or side B. Right. Like, you're the red, well, let's say you're the red team or the blue team. I didn't mean that for, like, a weird pun of red versus blue. But just hilarious. Yeah. But just in terms of... Um, just how people choose sides and then just go to war. If you try to like even empathize or like understand the other side, people will attack you as if you're part of that side. So like I understood the people that were defending him. I understood the point they were trying to make. I just don't think that they completely understood why this was like why they had to do this because he wasn't an employee. He was under he was contracted yeah, as a voice actor. Work. He, as far as I know, I mean, he may have done other stuff. And I'm I could be 100 percent wrong about this, but. He was only in Ruby, and I, I don't know that. Like I said, he probably maybe did multiple voices or whatever. But he was contracted to be the voice of Crow, so he wasn't like it was not like Michael or like Gavin or something like that. This right. was like a, an actual permanent employee. So they just decided to terminate it, and there was people that were, like I said, at the time were losing their shit and saying like they think it was like basically bullshit about how um that they would make this decision before anything was proven and stuff like that because right now it's just all speculative and you don't really know what's like out there and what's true and I get and to an extent I, I agree with them you don't really know until you really know right like what what actually happened what actually what didn't happen what was done what was said but you also have to realize if you have a giant list of people that come out against you look I'm positive now I should say I'm positive but there's a pretty highly likely chance, we'll say, that yes, there are some of them that aren't telling the whole truth or are exaggerating the details to make it sound. Because that's that's just this whole thing aside, men and women aside, like not it's not a gender issue. People in general paint themselves as the victim of whatever it is. I've I've seen on a, such a small scale where I've talked, to, I've watched a conversation happen between two people, and I'll hear the person tell the story of the event later, and they build up the whole like their whole side of it so much more extreme than what actually happened and try to paint the other person more so as like the the asshole like they're more like feel bad for me so like there are people that absolutely are probably either making up or exaggerating or whatever but if you're dealing with like 50 people even if you're talking about half which you're not i i I have a hard time imagining half that's still 25 people are telling the truth yeah and it's probably like maybe 10 15 percent maybe 20 percent of all of the people that would come out and, you know, be telling the full, or that would be maybe making up or embellishing or whatever. So as a company who isn't actually 
like employing. I mean, they are because he's, he's under contract or whatever. But as a company that doesn't really have real ties to him, this is just someone they bring in for like this job. And he's again, he's very accomplished. He's very talented. That's they're probably super excited to work with him. He and he was great as the character, right? Because that that was their first like one, their first big anime. Oh yeah, Ruby. Absolutely, Ruby was like a huge deal, and I, and know. he was honestly probably one of the first big names voice actors attached to Ruby. I would say, yeah, because Ruby season, I think season, well, no, I think he's in season two, maybe three. I don't remember. I don't, I don't be season two because I I watched season okay. two. Okay, so like Ruby season one was just Rooster people. Like I don't know that there was really anyone in there that was, you know, was bigger than that. I don't remember. There may have been, but I don't remember off the top of my head if there was anyone outside of, like Rooster people, and. He was one of the first big ones to come along. So it was like, and he's, again, he's very talented. He's a very good voice actor. And he does, been in it, like, you kept going down the list. He was in this. He was in that. He was in that. Like, yeah. he's just been in so much stuff that he's so, he's a recognizable name. But no, they, it's not. Huh? It's, it's not a recognizable name because I don't know, I still don't know what his name is. Well, in the, in the, the genre. <laughs> but yeah. you would, if you'd see it now, you'd go, oh, that's the guy that's Vic <laughs> Mike Mignon. Mike, that's, I think he's in Lincoln Park. But there's, uh, there's just like it's just a risk you can't take as can't. a company is even if let's say like devil's advocate kind of thing that the people that are defending him outright like the post I saw this week was from someone saying that he they can't wait till he sues them to sues Rooster Teeth like Vic would sue the, the company for like getting rid of you know getting rid of him essentially and was going on about like you know you're gonna you'll finally get it and stuff like that which obviously you know, this is like the extreme of the extreme of people who defend him, but like saying stuff like that, it's like, even if that person is a hundred percent correct in their defense of him, and this is some giant conspiracy where, cause I forget what the list, it's a long list. It's not, I mean, it's more than 50 people. I don't know that it's 50. I just threw out the number. We'll, 50. Just say, we'll say 50 people. But the point being is that like the percentage of them, like this would have to be, a, they'd have to come together to decide to take him down this number, like the amount of people that it is. So like, let's say even if, that person is entirely correct and that this is all nonsense this is all made up this isn't whatever they think it is still the perception out there right now is that he is this you know kind of creep basically based on the stories that are being told and stuff like that and the people that are coming out about it and and the people coming out about it aren't just like random fans like there's other people in the voice acting industry that are like big i think yeah, I was gonna say I think it's this person, but I don't want to put that name out there if that's yeah, not correct. Don't do that. Um, but it's like other people that are prominent that you again you maybe not, you wouldn't know their name necessarily maybe, but you, you know, know their work. the work and you're like oh that person like she does the voice of her okay or him or you know whatever. <clears throat> so if that is the perception that's out there about someone on there and it's like and especially now like it's not just like this was four years ago that this came out. This came out in the peak of all this kind of stuff coming out. I mean, at the peak, but it came out in the this like era of people getting called out for this kind of stuff. Then, yeah, it's like you are now attached to like this entity that is basically only bringing negative you know, attention to what you're doing. So yeah. it's like... Because then if Rooster Teeth kept them, they'd be like, well, Rooster Teeth supports creeps. Yeah, and that's yeah. pretty much what it... And, like, and you can say that's right or that's wrong, but that's just how it is. Right, because they'd be like, well... Obviously, this company doesn't care, and they just hire whomever, whether they have a checkered past or not. And it's like, well, let's just not have that at all. Well, and it's also, if you look at it from their perspective, it's like, we can keep him and run the risk that this is true, and that he's we continue working with him, and it, it taints our 
you know, brand or, re- or reputation or whatever. Or we can let him go, and no matter what the result is, we're clear of it. Like, it's just, right. like, it's, I mean, you see, like, there's other, t- like, you've seen, um, you know, even, like, on an NFL team or, like, NHL team or whatever, that there can be someone who c- creates a lot of problems. And they're like, look, you're talented and stuff like that, but you're just, it's too much, we're terminating your contract, and they just let him go. Like, someone who's, like, a drug problem or something like that. It's like, they might be really good at what they do. They might be a great wide receiver or whatever. But this is just, like, too much, and they just let them, like, it's, you're involved like, domestic abuse or something like that, and they're like, I, we can't be associated with that. Right, we don't need that on us. Yeah. It's like, even if it isn't proven yet, just the accusation flowing out there is now damaging to the people who choose to associate with them. And it's, like, it's one of those things, too. Like, like James Gunn just got rehired back for Guardians of the Galaxy after he got fired from that job. So it's like, they can, it's a contract. They can let him go, and if they really wanted to, they could always bring him back later on if this does clear and you know there is some sort of you know uh, i don't know solution which i don't see how there could be but like if you know in in the mind of these people where he is being wrongly kind of accused or whatever even if that if that is the case then they still have the option they could bring him it's a contract that you renew contracts right and, and it's up to him to say i would say that's the only thing is if it would be up to him if he would want to now jump back on but again we don't know what the inner workings are we don't know those conversations were they could have had a very easy conversation where like I like you and stuff but we just like this is just too much negative attention for us right now and like I understand like it could be something as simple as that could have been a huge fight who knows it's like none of us are there or anything but I think we should hire Ivan Droko to beat him up uh how old is he now like 68 (laughs) I'd pay to watch that fight would you (laughs) It's, it's like the Logan Paul fight where he fought what's his face the other YouTube guy I don't know anything about that Oh, do you know who Logan Paul is? The blonde-haired guy. He is. He filmed The Dead Body. Yeah. In Japan. In The Dead Forest or whatever. Which, again, is something he's now known for, and people cut ties with him for stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, he had a boxing fight with, um, I don't remember what his name is. I'm not, I don't know YouTube stuff that well, but they had a boxing match. Did it go over well? Uh, they sold a lot of pay-per-views. It was on pay-per-view? Pretty sure. Like, TV pay-per-view or YouTube pay-per-view? Probably YouTube. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I had no interest in that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I would watch it, but I mean... I mean, there was a fight, because I watch UFC and MMA stuff all the time, not that long ago, Ken Shamrock fought, and he's 50-something. Who did he fight? Uh, I think he fought, uh, he fought one of the Gracies, I think. It went basically as you expected, two 50-year-old dudes punching it out in an <laughs> octagon. It's not, not the <laughs> most exciting thing you've ever seen. So, I mean, I, I imagine, I mean, I think Drago's probably in his 50s or 60s. He's also seven foot ten. I don't think that's right. He's not a fucking monster. He <laughs> can look in through a second story window. I think that he's probably above normal height. Yeah, he's huge. He'd probably take him. I assume so. I assume they both still work out. So basically, what you're saying is, if, if they do like some sort of like biopic kind of movie on on Vic, they should hire. Uh, What's his real name? I forget what his actual name is. I'm trying to find out his real name. Um, it's funny because Dolph Lundgren. That's right. As they always reference him in Achievement Hunter videos too, because that's what Michael Spray is. Dolph. But yeah. So did she get Dolph? That's Lund- from above. Dolph Lundgren to play Vic. Or Vic. Just beat him up. You just want him to fight. <laughs> I like how you don't pick an actual fighter. You pick an actor who played a fighter. <laughs> like, look at him. Dude, that was in, like, 1978? What was that? 1985. 
Oh, sorry. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I'm wrong about this. <laughs> when he got jacked. When they put the, they were injecting all those syringes into him in the during the montage of Rocky. <laughs> and he's breaking the punching machine. It says he's born in 1961, age 57 or 58. <laughs> it's one or the other. Can't even tell. <laughs> no one really knows. Oh, he actually was a boxer. He's 31 wins by KO. One loss. I didn't know he actually fought. I'm... That blows me away. I thought he was just an actor. He's six foot three. That can't be true. He's a mon- he's a house. Dude, Ivan Drogo. Oh, that's the character Ivan Drogo. <laughs> I'm on Ivan Drogo's page. That's a wait, wait. <laughs> So wait, you just gave me the stats of a fictional character in Rocky? There he is. There he is. <laughs> you were so impressed. You're like, oh, he was actually a boxer. 31-0, all KOs. <laughs> One loss to someone named Rocky Balboa. <laughs> but the thing is, he has fake wives on here with his fake kids. What? Like, it says, like, information. That's why I was reading all this. I'm like, wow. I was like, I... <laughs> he was born... <laughs> He's either 57 or 58. No one really knows. How weird. But, uh... <laughs> His real name is Hans Lundgren. He was born in 57. He's 61 years old. That makes more sense. <laughs> it makes more sense that they have a concrete age for him and that they weren't really sure and we both bought it. We were both like, I sold it. Like, oh, 57 or 58, we don't really know. It's kind of, you know what? No, that's weird. <laughs> we were both on board that whole time. Oh, fuck. Every bit of information you were more and more impressed by. Oh, what a turn from the, the previous conversation. I'm so happy that happened. <laughs> I don't but think he actually fought. I, was, I mean, I'm glad you looked it up because it was really funny. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, there's still people that are really upset that he is no longer a part of Rooster Teeth and still making posts about how he's essentially... Has he said anything? I was like, has he come out and said, like, I don't want to talk about anything until it's all go to court? Or has he said, like, I didn't do this? I don't know, actually. Because that seems... If he's staying quiet... Because the only thing I've seen... Oops. The only thing I've seen so far is... Like, when I was looking up to see how to pronounce his name and everything... Yeah. Was people... Like, other voice actors and stuff that were canceling... Jobs. Their appearances at, like, cons and stuff like that because he was going to be there. Oh. Uh, I can try to... Let me see if he's... I don't know that he's ever... I mean, plus it was... Like I said, this, I think this was back in the end of January, maybe February or something. Uh, so it's been a while now. I don't know that he ever made a statement or... So he's still working. Like He's not, like, banished from Hollywood. I mean, I don't know how, like, he's doing, like, job-wise, but he's still attending cons, apparently. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I said if he said anything, or if he was just kind of like, nah, I'm going to just stay quiet and wait for all this to go to court or whatever's going to happen. So... He put out one statement that was, like, um, basically saying how, like, uh, apologizing if anything he's ever done made anyone feel uncomfortable and, like, going through and, you know, it's, it's like, three or four paragraphs where he's just essentially apologizing and trying to, not really admitting to anything, but just saying, yeah, I never meant to offend, or meant to do anything to offend or hurt you. Until these last few weeks, I had no idea that any animosity even existed. I've never... Anything but respect for you, I so deeply regret any words or actions that made anyone, uh, any one of you feel otherwise. So he's kind of like just like an apology, but 
that was back on February 13th, and on the 20th, he posts another thing saying, like, he can't express, you know, the, the gratitude and uh, for all the kindness and support he's received. Uh, and he said he had hoped that his apologies and acknowledgments, both public and private, would be received, but that he has now very reluctantly retained a law firm uh, as my last only recourse to attempt to salvage my reputation in my 20-year career in the industry. And he goes on to talk about a GoFundMe that someone set up like for him. Alright, but he <coughs> did say something and he said there's two sides. And just to be fair, it's the GoFundMe he said, according to him so who you know who knows, but according to him, he's not managing it, he has no nothing to do with it. It's someone that's set up for legal purposes and everything that he gets will be go towards the legal funds and anything, any surplus surplus, surplus, any surplus will go to the Salvation Army Dallas domestic violence and abuse shelters. So that's what he's saying. That's you don't really know until it's all said and done. But that is what his claim is right now. So until you know, until that happens, then you know you don't you don't really know. Like I said, no matter what, just bringing this up. If once we get enough people who are listening, it's going to create a big divide amongst people because everyone, the people who would defend him, defend him vehemently. And the people who are against it, obviously, some people are, are obviously just as intense on the other side. Mm-hmm. But there's also people that even the people that seem like they're going down the middle would get attacked and be like, you know, well, let's like wait and see or whatever. People are a little more calm about it, which is the internet. But right, like I said, this is it, out of anything, this is going to cause the biggest stir. <laughs> just bringing it up, but I just felt like I was still seeing it, and it's been so long. It's been how many months now that they, and probably because there hasn't been a new volume of Ruby. So people are still stewing about it until, like, even after, I mean, I guess that's not really going to help because even after Ruby comes out, people are still going to be upset about it because now they're going to be reminded of it. But, like, see, or the uh, volume six just ended <clears throat> not that long ago, but this all happened, I think, after season six. So it's still stirring. People are still really upset about him being fired. But, I mean, I wonder what they're going to do with the character now. Because he does have such a, like, unique voice for yeah. that character, and uh, I just don't know. Like, I, I haven't seen the newest volumes, but I can't imagine them just writing him out of the show. I assume they're going to try to find someone to. They're going to have to recast him. Which, and I didn't watch it. I wish I would have. But it is interesting because on Always Open, uh, maybe two weeks ago or something like that, they had Troy Baker and Nolan North on who are two other very big voice actors in mm-hmm. the scene. Just wondering, I, was, I wonder if they were, I didn't listen to the podcast, so maybe they were in town for South by Southwest, and they just stopped in, or maybe there was some, you know, they were looking for someone to replace. I don't know. I'm speculating 100% on why that they were there. Like I said, I, I would probably be better, in better territory to speculate if I'd seen Always Open to hear what they said, what they're for. Yeah. But it, but it is interesting that, you know, they have a vacancy, and then there's two of the best voice actors that are out there, or, like, most prolific voice actors that are out there that are at Rooster Teeth in studio. Well, I think I think Doug's done. <laughs> I think he's I think he's ready to wrap this up. I mean, there there's a few other things on here, but nothing that's... I think know. that was a good ending topic. Yeah, it's like, I think I want to start off going through, like, some of the quick ones that we'll sort of discuss and end yeah. with, like, a big discussion topic to go over. And, like I said, I know that one's going to be the fight... Or d- divisive? I don't know. If that's, I don't know. Division. 
yeah, people are going to be divided by it. The time of recording this, I don't know. I have no idea how many people will even listen to the first one, if any. Uh, but assuming we, you know, do enough of these, eventually people will, you know, find them and then hopefully go back and listen to the old ones. So I just know that, like, if we ever do get feedback on one, that this is one that will be pretty negative. No matter how – I was trying not to be too much, like, like too much against him, too much for him. <laughs> Trying right. to just kind of say what happened and stuff like that, other than when we said that, like I, I get, I get why they came to the decision to let him go. Absolutely. But either way, we'll be, we'll probably be attacked for it at the time when, <laughs> when people find this eventually. But it's just like I said, it's since it's still going on, people are still this upset about. And I'm sure this is not a lot of people. I don't know how many people it actually is, but I did see a couple. Like I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and I saw that there were still people that were going real crazy about this still. And I mean. I just hope that they're young, really, that you get this wound up about something like this to the point where, you know, you're calling, basically boycotting Rooster Teeth and, like, you're getting this passionate about someone getting let go without, like, having that perspective. Like, I hope that they're still young and they're still growing, but you never really know. But, yeah, I think that'll be the end of this one. We will be back again next week for our third installment. Uh, Hopefully... This we can spend the next week coming up with or finding a topic from the podcast to maybe discuss. Maybe from maybe we'll end on that. No, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, you know, maybe someday Doug will come with a topic list. <laughs> no, maybe you know, eventually he'll uh, you know pull his own weight during this whole thing. So far, you drank Jim Bean again, <laughs> and uh, you gave me the stats of Ivan Drago and his. <laughs> theorized age (laughs) (laughs) but that's the end and we will see you on the next one all right i was talking to them but i'll see you on the next one too doug i'll be there (laughs) okay this is a better ending than last time last one ended with you saying fuck off (laughs) goodbye